right, welcome to the Action Martial Arts Power Hour. This is Alan Goldberg's brainchild. He brings the best of the best to this show to talk about everything martial arts related and even more so. And again, a lot of times we don't know what we're doing, but it turns out to be pretty awesome at the end of the day. Let me bring Alan on. Alan, the floor is We yours. never know what we're doing. We it all turns out good, right? For the, for the most part, we don't. <laughs> Thanks to everyone for being here again. The show is really gaining a lot of popularity. Uh, we're getting some great things going. We got great people we're working with. I, my guest list literally is about 50 names. People want to be on the show all the time. So we're trying to do the right thing with everyone. Yep. But we have a special guest tonight, which uh, let's just say uh, Sheldon Lennox, he's done so many things in the martial art field. He's not a martial artist. But he wrote a script which was made very famous by him, by a wonderful storyteller named Frank Dukes. Okay. And Sheldon, uh, other than what, what Mr. Duke said, is not his stenographer. It is the writer of the script, Bloodsport. And we've been having a lot of controversy with uh, Don the Dragon. And we've had some controversy with many other people that Frank keeps acting that way. And you oh, too, there's a lot of controversy. We don't know what's going on there. Yeah. We're going to let Billy tackle that when he comes on. So. But you know what You know what the funny thing about it is? I put the challenge out for him to come on the show. We gave him the opportunity that we would make him money. We had the opportunity that we were going to let him bring on two people with him. We were going to bring two people on, and we were going to have the show. And he just said he can't do it because he thinks it's an ambush. Well, I said back, how could it be an ambush if you're going to be telling the truth? Yeah. Truth will never be taken down. If it's and, the and, truth. and let me just say something. On this show, we don't ambush people. You come here to talk about things. You know, this is for the community. So mm -hmm. if you're going to come on and you have something to say, you know, you talk about it, it can be a healthy discussion. You know, politicians right. talk with each other. They have meetings. You, you, you may not get along, but you can have a, a civil discussion. And that's what we're talking about, I think. I just there think Frank has a lot, a lot of things to hide. That's why he doesn't come on a show like this. Because he's going to be asked questions, not ambush questions, but things about his record and other things. Now, well, the, the, the one thing, you know, martial arts is, is one thing. And the stories that, that, that I heard, you know, he, from what I understand, he was in a Marines Reserve, and that's fine. But don't say that you were this, that, and, and did all this oh, stuff. No. That you were at war, you were a combat vet, and all this other stuff, because I take that personal. Okay, and you can't, you can't, you can't say that stuff. You just and can't. it's been checked out fifty times already, yep. and there's nothing, nothing, nothing there. Yep. That's, I don't want to go. On. I just want to say the video made between him and Don Don Wilson in three weeks, three and a half weeks already is over a hundred and fifty thousand people already have watched that video. So it's 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 known. People are looking, and we're just sitting here laughing that he put his foot in his mouth again. So Frank will not come on the show. Just to have, we had to wind up finishing that. He won't come on the show. In my opinion, he's a little bit of a chicken. Okay. Uh, someone said to me, oh, you know, maybe Frank Dukes will, will, will sue you. Well, we're losing a court of law because we're just telling the truth of what we, we know. No one is lying about anything. We're telling the truth. Even the book called Stolen Valor was a award-winning book. Everything in there was vetted by FBI and other people. So there's nothing in there that's phony. But I, I want to bring in our, our buddy now, Sheldon, who has enlightened us with many things over the last couple of years. I met Sheldon at my event, but we spoke on the phone a couple of times. And uh, let's bring on Sheldon. Well, we're going to bring on Sheldon. We're going to bring on everyone now. Yep. All right, and sh okay. just so people know, Sheldon's here via you know the phone. He's He's on a secret mission. He's on a yeah. secret mission, secret writing and directing mission, just so you know. You got that book, Joe, by any chance? <laughs> oh, let, let, let's bring Joe on. But, but before before we go anywhere, Hi, I, just, I just have a couple of things I want to say, too, just before we build Sheldon on. Um, we have birthdays that we I just started something new. We want to make sure that people know and respect people's birthdays. Uh, Jet Li's birthday, believe it or not. Troy Ruiz, yeah. Peter Tacali. John Marion, uh, Floyd Mims, my sister, Barbara, okay, Archie Rulin, and Mike uh, Bergerton. Um, we, we really, you know, just want to be able to people aware. So if you see them on Facebook or something like that, 
give them a little hello and give them happy birthday. Everyone feels good when they get it. I got last year over 800 people. It was a little crazy. Okay, people everybody. love you. And, and happy birthday to everyone that was mentioned. Hope you guys had a fantastic day. But you know, you know the funny thing? I just want to go one thing. With, when we put the videos up on, on uh, we don't even put it on Facebook yet. We just put it up on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Okay. Within the half hour, we have three to four thumbs down. And that is not people that have seen it on Facebook. That's got to be Frank Dukes and his band of merry men that are waiting for it to go on to put it a thumbs down. Well, Do you know something? We love it. Yeah, we love it. And put you know, down, said, but- Alan, you know, I, I have to say it like with Frank Dukes. Look, I mean, if, if he's willing to come on, it's not going to be an ambush. You can have a conversation. And if you're looking to discuss your what you've done, fantastic. You know, but. You know, you, you gotta you gotta be willing to do that. If not, I mean, this is not the Rose Show, and I saw that yeah. too. You know, you, it's not a James Bond deal. It's a conversation within the martial arts community. So you have mm-hmm. you have to have a little honesty. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. All right, let's bring our buddy Sheldon on. Sheldon, you there? I'm here. Hey, hey David. Special question. mission. Sheldon. Special mission. How are you, Sheldon? Hey, listen, it's great to have you on the show. Uh, you know, we, we're, we're bringing so many interesting people on here. And my co-hosts are just great with people. They work well. We have the comic relief, the historian. We got everything going on here. But again, yeah. we have no idea what the hell we're doing. I know. Now we got Secret Agent Man with us. So it yeah. becomes very interesting. Very yeah, Sheldon interesting. is a very accomplished writer and director, producer. He's done tons of things out in Hollywood. And uh, actually, I, I don't want to use that word, but he was kind of the right-hand man of uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme, mm-hmm. making sure things were, were straight with him. And, you know, Sheldon opened up a lot of uh, things to me about Van Damme. And uh, I'm going to put our guy Joe on it right now. We got to you know, we got it close to about Basically, uh, when but, it comes to Van Damme, uh, I directed four Van Damme movies. Right. And I've written... Or did rewrites on about a dozen scripts of his movies. Starting with Bloodsport. Bloodsport was the first one. Hey, Joe. I know yes, you've got a lot of a lot of great questions, and I just wanted to take one of the, the the things that people say that when we have guests like Sheldon on and people like Stephen Hayes and people like that, we've always had in our show. People are really enjoying it, so it's up to you to bring out some of the truths, Joe, and ask Sheldon some. Ask him the diff, difficult questions. Ask, so. ask him away. Ask me the hard questions. Absolutely. Well, for, first of all, Sheldon, the first question I have is: How did you first become involved? in martial arts projects in general? And then how did you get involved in Bloodsport? Well, it's kind of a long story. Um, I, um, I'm a Vietnam veteran myself, and I, I was really in the Marine Corps, uh, not the reserves. I was in the Marines uh, three, three and a half uh, years, had a medical discharge. I was in, uh, I spent one year in Vietnam with the infantry. Uh, so I'm the real deal when it comes to, to the Marine Corps. And I had written a screenplay a number of years ago uh, called Firebase, right. which took place at a firebase in Vietnam. And um, uh, a few people liked it. Uh, somebody said, you know what? You know what? You need an agent to go out called the, called the Associates. And um, um, I say, um, it was not a bad novel, actually, but yeah, it was really overwritten and went on and on and on. So uh, I said, uh, well, sure, let me get in touch with this guy. Can you give me his phone number? I'd like to at least touch base with him after reading his book. So we did that. I, I called Frank and uh, uh, we talked on the phone. And then he invited me to come to one of his uh, dojos. I think he only had one at the time. It was in North Hollywood. Um, so I went there and met him. And I wish I had the video so I can hold up the pamphlet because he had these pamphlets he used to hand out. Okay. Talk about it. Anyways, his school was called, it was the secret art of Duke's ninjutsu. And it was a picture of a ninja on the cover. And um, yeah, 
Isn't this the, the, the file, the brochure that he said you docked it up and made a fake one? Correct. <laughs> and and, and uh, may I also say in the court of law, I'm, I'm, I'm just going through a little, little explanation. Don't you have one when he said that was fake, the exact copy from the schools in Mexico? Yes, I have one uh, from Mexico. Okay. And it has the same information. Exactly. Uh, so, so in other words, it couldn't be fake. <laughs> right. Well, anyway, here's... Uh, here, I'm going to put the flyer up, send file, okay? And um, I'll read a little bit of what he says about himself. <clears throat> um, uh, chief fame and recognition as a leading expert in self-defense. Um, he was the world heavyweight champion of full contact kumite, broke four world records, most consecutive knockouts. You've heard all these, um, all these records of his. Um, and he also says here that he became one of the most decorated veterans of the Southeast Asian conflict, gaining awards for valor and self-sacrifice in clandestine operations behind enemy lines. Yeah, Sheldon, but, but wasn't Frank only 19 yeah. years old then? <laughs> Frank, yeah, well, basically, um, if you look at the dates, first of all, um, he entered the Marine Corps. He, he, he was in the Marine Corps, but he was in the reserves. He wasn't talking about he, he bought the backseat of the car. Right, right. Now I hear you guys real good. Okay. So basically, um, yeah, so when he joined, and I have, I have all the records and everything. There are stolen valor investigators that investigated him, and they found out all this stuff. They found out that uh, he was only in the reserves for a short period of time. He was no intelligence expert. He went on no missions. He never left Camp Pendleton. He basically was a wireman. He strung wire between phone poles for a reserve artillery unit. But in his brochure, it says that he did all this shit. Um, so anyways, um, now I'm a fairly honest person. So like I meet you guys, I'm not, I'm not gonna say, hey, uh, you say you're in the Marine Corps. Let me let me see your DD two fourteen before we go any further. I don't do that. Okay, I took I took him at his word. I figured people aren't going to lie about this stuff. This is before the term stolen valor was even coined, because it turns out Frank Dukes is not the only one. There's a bunch of guys out there that are saying they fought in the war, they won the awards, they got medals. Um, so, anyways, um, embellishing is one thing, yes. but that is just over the top. Uh, crazy, you know. This is beyond embellishing, and yeah, um, uh, you know, I've he used to tell people, uh, not just me, but I heard him tell people that he won a Medal of Honor. He was awarded a Medal of Honor, and he had a picture that he uh, 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 had of himself. Uh, you've seen the picture before, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, where he's got all these ribbons on his chest. He's wearing a Marine Corps dress green uniform. He's got all these ribbons, and um, uh, one of those ribbons is a Medal of Honor, although it's a uh, it's Army. an Army Medal of Honor, which we didn't realize at the time. <laughs> uh, I mean, if, now, it was, if it was the Navy, then you can understand, but not the Army. Right, right, right. Yeah, because the Navy, yeah. we share we share medals. He also had gold jump wings on. Those are like Navy Marine Corps jump wings, mm -hmm. which you get awarded after ten jumps. Right. Okay. His DD-214 says nothing about jump school. He's never been to jump school. He's never made a military jump, but he had the gold jump wings on also. Well, so, Sheldon, Vin, yeah. Vinny, Vinny's a military guy, and he still works with the military. Uh, I know things like that's got to drive him crazy. I, I see his head boiling at this point. Vinny, you got something to say about that? Uh, I, yeah, all I can see, though, is Frank's program right here. How do I shut that down, Louis? Just, just click right. it again. Click it again. Click it again in the chat. Anyway, what Frank has been I saying, am my brother. What, what Frank has been saying for the last year or so is that I fabricated this. Gotcha. Okay. I'm this so sorry, a, um, oh. Sheldon. My friend, a friend of mine is John Baca. He won the Congressional Medal of Honor for Vietnam. I'm sure you know his name, and. I'm sure guys like that take it very personal. I was never in the military. 
I am a supporter of all the branches of military, and I've trained many of the military branches, but I have never been in the military, nor have I ever claimed to be a military person. Right. Um, well, but I, and those guys, I know a lot of these guys, and they got gold star families, and these guys are all about honor, 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 and that is why I support them. I the honor of it. Right. right. So. If you take that away, who, what are you doing? You got, you're nothing. Anywhere in the Marine Corps, when you've had 10 jumps, I've even got a photograph of myself getting the, uh, the way that they pin the wings on you when you get your gold wings. Everybody who's already got gold wings, you, you pull a little crimps off at the back so that the, uh, the sharp uh, points are exposed and they punch them into your chest. So I had this done to me when I had, go. I had 10 jumps. But Frank, this never made a military jump, but he was wearing gold jump wings Blood and all, all these other medals. And then, um, see, I knew him very early on, so we 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 got we got to be buddies for a while there. And uh, so I met his wife. I met his first wife, uh, April, and I'd been to her parents' house a number of times. Um, and um, what do they have hanging in their living room? They've got that picture of Frank with all the ribbons in his uniform with all the, they were very proud of their son-in-law being this war hero. Well, since then, Frank has been saying, oh, I never said those ribbons were real. I said, that was, uh, that was a Halloween costume I wore to a Halloween party. Or no, that was something, I was doing a movie and that was a, a costume for a movie. But basically he told people he won all these, all these awards and there's no way his in-laws would have had that picture hanging in a prominent spot in right. their living room if, exactly. if they yeah. thought, uh, oh, here's our son-in-law at a Halloween party. Isn't that great? No. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. told them he was a war hero. So, hey, Lou. Yeah. Here, Alan. Let me see this. There it is. That's a real one. That's the yep. real Medal of Honor. Right, right. Yep. And well, this is John Baca, John Baca's challenge coin. Uh -huh. Well, Frank actually showed me his Medal of Honor, okay? He, I go over to his house one day. He said, hey, come on over. I got something I got to show you. He's got a Medal of Honor. It's a real one. Now, I did not know that they were engraved on the back, that the name was engraved. Oh, so I yeah. Didn't, <laughs> I didn't... I wasn't. I didn't want to be an asshole and say, "Well, let me let me uh, examine this thing and make sure it's real." Yeah, I just he said, "Hey, this is my." Well, you went honor. there with good faith, Sheldon. It yeah, was good faith. Yeah. Uh, and I, yeah, so I, I accepted that, but he showed it to me, and now he says I'm lying that he, I that he never showed it to me. I'm that I'm making the whole thing up. But then he says that about absolutely all of the claims that he's made but in the past. My question, but, Sheldon, with this, Alan, before you go, now, mm -hmm. what benefit? do you have to lie about any of this? What does it do anything? What does it do for you? Anything to lie about this? Just to build yourself up as some kind of a No, no, I'm talking about for you. For, for he oh, said that you, that you lied oh, about yeah. it. You know, right, what's right. the benefit for you to lie about this? What do you what's, gain? What's my upside? Right. Yeah, I've got no upside? upside in lying about it. Okay. Uh, but, uh, he also likes to say nowadays that he wrote the Bloodsport script and that I plagiarized it. I stole it from him. So I've got, and I sent this to Alan, uh, I've got a registration from the Writers Guild, a script called Bloodsport, author Sheldon Lettich, okay? So he has said, well, I wrote the script originally, but he's got a registration from the Writers Guild that says Return of the Ninja. And he says that was my Bloodsport script. Well, why is it called Return of the Ninja? What's that got, to do? Right. What's that got to do with tournaments? Okay, it's just all bullshit. Uh, so basically, we all know we all know he's a liar. It, it, that, that's why he won't come on a show like this. Well, now, if he was, and then the thing is, was, too, Sheldon, the WGA, if, right. if that was the case, they would they would back him a thousand percent if he was right. I've said that to him yeah. and his attorney. I said, guys, you can we can solve this very easily. Contact the Writers Guild. They've got a credits department. They got a legal department. Yep. They handle stuff like this for writers. Okay, if you've been treated unfairly, they'll they'll take yep. it. But if you're treating me unfairly, if you're lying about my credentials, 
if you're trying to get my residuals, which is what he's really trying to do, because I get residuals from Bloodsport, you know, whenever it's showing on streaming or on TV, or, I get residuals. Isn't that Frank, beautiful? Yeah, it's, it's a wonderful thing. Yeah. And Frank gets nothing. He gets nothing because he was not a writer. I sent Alan um, uh, the uh, Writers Guild uh, credit determination paper on mm -hmm. Bloodsport. It's got the names of all three writers. There were a couple other guys that were brought in after me to do some uh, scripts and dialogue polishing. Their names are on there. There's no yep. Frank Dukes on there. This is a credit determination that was made in 1987. And there's a date on the uh, document that says, if you have any objections uh, to these credits, you've got until such and such a date in 1987. And after that, they're final. Mm -hmm. Well, Frank, if you had a problem, why didn't you object? Well, before it ran out, what? Why are you objecting now, in 2020, 2021? Why didn't you say anything back in 1987, when uh, Canon first announced the film? I've also got ads for the, the very first ad that they ran for Bloodsport in uh, Hollywood Reporter. It says written by Sheldon Lettich. Well, Frank, you saw that. Why didn't you object? Why didn't you go to the producer and say, "Hey, how come my name's not on there?" Because you didn't write any damn thing. That's why. You're just running your mouth. He was just running his mouth about these stories and showed me the article in uh, Black Belt Magazine. Now, at the time, I knew a lot about the Marine Corps. I didn't know shit about martial arts, okay? I really didn't know much about it. So Frank's got this article in Black Belt Magazine called Kumite, a learning experience. Mm -hmm. Pictures of Frank, pictures of him with his Kumite trophies. And Black Belt Magazine is saying, um, uh, there was a little bit of a caveat saying, well, we're not exactly sure yeah. about all the details because there was no way to check them out because it's a secret contest, okay? It's secret. People are sworn to secrecy. So, uh, Sheldon, two things yeah. about that. Yeah. I was very privy at one time. I worked with everybody at Black Belt Magazine. Uh, Carol Angel Hot was the publisher. She was like my, a little sister to me. Uh, uh Frank Dukes, after he was caught from Black Belt, they know he was fake, became, I don't want to say a blacklist, but came on a list they wouldn't touch with a 10-foot pole. Right, right. And if, if Frank was supposedly who he was, wouldn't he have been in the Hall of Fame? I'm honored enough that I was put into the Hall of Fame. Why wasn't Frank Dukes if he was who he said he was? But I'm going to give you something that I haven't heard anyone bring up. Supposedly, the Kumite was five every five years, Okay. And Frank Duke said in five-year time, he won 300 tournament contests. Right. right. And, but he said he did it over every five years. How could he have 25 years in the Kumite? Because he didn't have 25 years of fighting. So that's the numbers that catch up that he was lying about it. Well, I think it wasn't just a story. That's more bouts than Don the Dragon Wilson fought in right. that many years. That's more fights than I had with my wife in the last three weeks. I mean, come on. Yeah, right. you know, really. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you're doing a show, Alan. Yeah. Things happen. Well, let, 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 let me just say, I have a gentleman that was signed a, 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 a court of law, a document in a court of law named Jeff Langdon, who you're very close to all. Jeff, I know Jeff Langdon, absolutely. And Jeldon, he said to me, the records that were up there, they were sitting in a Chinese restaurant. And Frank told him that the records were made up by the director and producer just to make the movie sell. Okay? No, awesome. not true. Not true. And if I can hold up, if I can hold up his resume now, unfortunately. Oh, I know. We've seen it. I've got, and, I've got his resume from when I first met him, and those, right. he's always touted those records way right. before Bloodsport was even talked about. He's always said that fastest kick. Fastest knockout, all of this mm -hmm. shit. Uh, you you can share that with us as well if you can, Sheldon. What's that? If you can share that file, that'd be great too. Um, I don't have that one on my computer, but I do oh, have. But he, but Jeff, but Jeff Langdon said that Frank said that it was all lies, and that he would go to court of law and and swear by it. So Frank's lies on on endless, endless to what right, it is. Right, right. I can go into a lot about the. Malibana, other people that he showed it to, someone right. that told him it's a fake, put this away, don't even show it again. And this is now he doesn't say that he has it because he's afraid 
the FBI would go after him again. They did an investigation once, supposedly. That's right. what I heard. And they would come after him if he's out there. Someone of his friends that he showed it to went on Facebook and said, oh, it was at Frank Duke's house. And he showed me his congressional of honor. Yeah, so I'm, of one of those, I'm one of those friends. Yeah. <laughs> but of course, within a day, it was down. It was off. Okay, because Frank probably wanted to take that off, take that off, take that off. So we, we just got so many lies. No one knows what the truth is with him. It's, it's just amazing. But the no, real truth we, is we know what proven. We know what the truth is. The truth is right. that it's all made up. All yeah. of it is made up. It's all bullshit. There was no Tiger Tanaka. Okay, yeah. Tiger Tanaka is a character in a James Bond novel. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, he was not taken to the mountains of Matsuda when he was a teenager and taught the ways of the Kobe <laughs> Yamabushi ninja. All right, it didn't happen. It's all oh, lies. Lord. That's the one thing that you can say for about everything is that it's all lies. There's nothing valid. There's nothing real there. You know the thing is, guys, that with with that creativity and that imagination, he could be worth millions and millions and millions if he would have stuck to writing. I have said that many times. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Um, you can you can make an analogy between Frank Dukes and um, um, oh, crap, what's the, the, the writer's name who wrote um, uh, Hunt for Red October, um, all these other... Uh, Tom Clancy. Huh? What? Tom Clancy. Tom Clancy. Tom Clancy. I'm, Tom like, Clancy. I'm having a senior moment here, guys. Sorry. Uh, so Tom Clancy was never in the military either. Okay. He just did lots of research, read books, met people, and he made up this character named Jack Ryan yep. and wrote these books about Jack Ryan and became this multimillionaire. Well, Frank mm -hmm. Dukes made up a character named Frank Dukes, you know, well, same name as me, and said, uh, this, is, this guy's the real deal, and here's what he did. He did this secret mission. He won the Medal of Honor. He blew up... Uh, 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 some oil facilities in Nicaragua. Uh, he was uh, he helped uh, the Ukrainian Secret Service catch some spy. He came up with all this shit, and it's all bullshit. And he never left his backyard. So anyway, but let me let me right. get Joe. I jo Joe, I can almost sure has a couple of questions that you weren't ready for. So Joe, hit, hit him with one one question or two questions. All right. So uh, so since we're talking about the Sheldon. Let's let's talk about let's talk about another element of, of stolen valor, and we want to show this. And I hope I'm holding it up at the proper angle. The Secret yep. Man by Frank. We Dukes. see it. Yeah, I got the book right next to me, also. So we were discussing. So obviously, being the author of Bloodsport and knowing the the rest of the story, what'd you think of the book when it came out? It's well, it's it's just all complete nonsense. Uh, you know, the, the 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 part about meeting the head of the sea. This head of the CIA sidles up to him next to a next to a urinal, in a uh, in a men's room, uh, at um, uh, the um, I think uh, in somewhere in, in Westwood, uh, the government building in Westwood, and says, uh, "Hey, how'd you like to come work for the CIA?" It's basically something like that in his book. Uh, no, Frank, it doesn't work that way. Uh, and um, uh, he mentions a number of names in the book, uh, and they. They, uh, I saw this book. I heard about the book. I just happened to be at the airport, and I saw it in the airport bookstore. There were a bunch of copies. It had just come out. So I snatched one off the shelf and read it on the plane. And, uh, yeah, I was just shaking my head the whole time. But then the next week, it's gone. And the reason it's gone is because Frank basically bamboozled uh, Judith Reagan, who was the, the head of the, who was the publisher of the book, it was published by uh, uh, Reagan Books, I believe. Uh, yeah, that's what it says here. And um, um, she received calls from um, the CIA uh, from um, a number of. I'm hearing all kinds of music suddenly. Yeah, I know it's. it's oh, John John Singlove who was a. Uh, a general who had actually been in charge of a lot of the special operations in uh, in uh, Vietnam, um, and people from the CIA generally they don't. You've heard, you know, we neither confirm nor deny anything. Um, but in this case, it was so egregious, it was just so out of line. 
that the CIA just had to call Judith Reagan and say, lady, this guy, this guy's just completely full of shit. There's not a word of truth in this book. Uh, and John Singlop uh, also called him. In fact, John Singlop, because Frank used John Singlop, General Singlop's name in the book. And Singlop said, I'm going to sue. If you don't take this, if you don't take this book uh, out of the bookstores, I'm going to sue you because it's saying all kinds of shit about me. It's not true. Within a week, the book was off the shelves. You could not find it anymore. Uh, nowadays, I think you, you, you can find it on Amazon, like an old copy of it. Um, but uh, yeah, they, they pulled it because they realized that they'd been played by Dukes. He made up this whole damn story. Is that the same book? I mean, was there a picture or something in there that he was uh, alluding that he was talking shop at the guy? Yes, yeah, right. Yeah. That was a uh, um, Larry Simmons, who was a, a, a genuine Navy SEAL, and basically, uh, I think it's in. It's like jumping. It's, it's like doing having a photo bomb and saying, "Hey, you know, uh, this is my best friend." Exactly. That's exactly what he did. Uh, his, uh, I think the book agent hooked him up with this guy, Larry Simmons. And so, and then they snapped a photo of the two of them together and Frank said he was talking shop. Now there's another photo in the book where um, Frank oh, yeah. appears to, he's in camouflage. He's, uh, he's in a foxhole. There's an M16 next to him and he's holding up a 357 Magnum. And he's saying, here's a picture of me down in the trenches, okay, down in the trenches, and uh, uh, I'm holding up a 357 Magnum, which is the preferred weapon of uh, Navy SEALs and Special Forces. Not a, not a chrome, not a not a chrome one. Oh, never, not not you don't a chrome weapon. <laughs> no, but but that's you don't have, take a 357 Magnum on secret missions because they're loud as hell. We're in a foxhole that we dug. Uh, we're making a movie I'm in the trenches. So you know anything he can, anything he can con concoct to add to the myth, to add to the legend of Dukes, he'll he'll do it with with no shame whatsoever. Sheldon, can I say something? Also, yeah. that photo, which I. We actually had it on the show a couple of weeks ago. Um, the M16 was a 22 called the Jagger 22. And, and okay. you know what? Uh, Soldier of Fortune magazine did an expose of Dukes years ago. <clears throat> and the title of the article was Full Mental Jacket. About Dukes. <laughs> Full Mental Jacket. And, but here's the best part. I, I don't understand how the military used Radio Shack walkie-talkies. I just you can't. I can't understand right, right. it. Yeah, yeah. So we basically had uh, had you know movie set walkie talkies. We had fake M16s because we were making a movie. Um, and uh, um, and and Frank is saying this is the real deal. And the guys at Soldier of Fortune magazine they they know the real from the bullshit. Sure. And they said this is this is bogus. These are 22s. These this is not this is not an M16. This is not a communication device that the military would use. So they did this expose, and then Frank sued them. You know, they, they called him out. He fucking sued them, okay? And he tries to make it sound nowadays like he won. But no, it was thrown out of court because basically Frank was saying they did it with malice. They were trying to hurt me. And the judge said, there's no way you can prove that they did it with malice. I'm throwing this out. So he threw, he, uh, he, he threw it out of court. Frank's never won a court case. He's uh, uh, some attorneys know how to look up this stuff, and there's a list of court cases with Frank. He's oh no, saying, I, I looked. I looked it up myself, and yeah. I saw that he was thrown out. He he reapplied for the case again, and he got thrown a second time also. Right, right. So he, he sues people for all kinds of shit and always loses. Uh, he lost against Van Dam, right. and. Uh, and, and he tries, uh, if you look at one of his blogs or if you, you look at something that his his toadies are saying, they try to make it sound like he's the one that prevailed. No way. You can, it's all, you can look it up. The LA Times, uh, uh, Van Damme wins court case. Now that whole court yeah. case, it's just another example of Dukes' bullshit. Um, Jean-Claude wanted to write uh, a movie 
called Enter the New Dragon. Okay, it was basically he wanted to, it was Bloodsport 2 is what he wanted to do. He came to me first. He came to me, he said, look, um, I want you to co-write this and co-direct the movie with me. Well, I was in the midst of doing other stuff. This is after Only the Strong. And so I had other, I had, uh, 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 my, my plate was kind of full. I said, look, I, Frank, um, Jean-Claude, I can't do it. Why not get Frank Dukes to co-write the script with you? Because uh, we both knew Frank. We knew he had a wild imagination. He's got a good imagination, so he'd be a good, he'd be like, you know, like Tom Clancy. Tom Clancy uses imagination to write stories, to write books, and he became a multimillionaire. Frank made up stories and said, they're all true, they're all about me. So Jean-Claude gets Frank Dukes involved to co-write the quest. And, um, and I know Jean-Claude well enough to know that he always makes promises to people that he doesn't really intend to keep. Just, you know, he's, he's, just, he's just talking shit. Um, hey, look, I'm going to give you a piece of the movie. I'm going to give you this. I'm going to give you that. So somewhere in the conversation, he tells Frank, um, you're going to get a piece of the profits uh, if you write a good script for me. So that's what Frank sued John Claude about. Uh, he said, John Claude promised me like one and a half points of the profits and didn't keep his promise. And now that the movie came out and has made money, um, I want my money and I want John Claude to pay me. So um, uh, basically, he had nothing on paper. Uh, they never signed a contract. This is just John Claude just talking. Yeah. And so Frank says, he tells his attorney, he, he got some poor schmuck involved, who I think was doing it on a contingency, hoping they, they'd win. Um, told him that, uh, well, Jean-Claude didn't realize it, but I had a little tape recorder going in my pocket. And I tape recorded him saying that he's going to give me a percentage of the profits. Bullshit, again, like complete lie. Um, so then now he's, he's got a court case. So the opposing attorneys are saying, okay, where's the tape? Can we hear it? Well, there's a problem with that because I had it locked in a safe in my apartment. Okay, well, can you get it out of the safe? Well, no, there's a problem because the Northridge earthquake uh, messed up the apartment building I was living in, and I was denied access. When I finally got into my apartment, somebody had broke into my safe and stolen that tape. So I no longer have the tape, but I, I promise you that I had that Jean-Claude on tape making that promise. So just complete bullshit. So why did he lose that case? Because he was lying. He was very obvious. Now, Jean-Claude might have been lying a bit also, but you know, by saying I never made Frank that promise. He might have done that. Well, Jean-Claude Jean went Hollywood. That's what it yeah, is. You know? It ain't on yeah, and it, it ain't on paper. It means nothing. Oh. It means nothing. And well, even I, if he would have had a recording, it would have meant nothing. I have to say something, and I, you uh, know, this is something I I really never told anyone. I was at an event once that uh, Frank was doing a seminar. He did a seminar, and I watched the seminar from a distance. I have to tell you, it was mediocre, if anything. And he did his supposedly his own invention, the triangle of theory. Right. Okay? right. Yeah, triangle of power or something. Right. right. Now, what really he did is he read a Wing Chun book, because that's directly from Wing Chun. How do I know? because I am a Wing Chun stylist for over 40 some odd years. And he was doing Wing Chun, period. That's all he was doing. And he asked me if I watched his seminar, and I had to tell him no, because if I had to tell him the truth, it would have embarrassed him, okay? But just going that, this was my lead-in, guys. I'm, I just came out with my new magazine with Don Werner called The Tao of Wing Chun, okay? And we are getting such great response. Frank Dukes is not in this issue either. He won't be in the next one either. But anyway, <laughs> but I just want to say that we just came out with a brand new magazine. Everyone knows me as the publisher of Action Magazine. And we also have this coming up right now. And uh, it should be it's on Amazon. Anyone needs a link, hit me up on Facebook. All right? All right. I'm sorry there, but I had to throw that in because... That's the business end of this whole thing. That's a segue. That's a segue. Yeah, like Sheldon. I mean, some of the 
If you just go over the list of movies you worked with, worked on, so people could look them up, because that uh, people love that. Oh well, um, uh, Blood Bloodsport we've already talked about. Then um, I I wrote and directed Lionheart, which is a, right. another Van Damme movie. Uh, uh, wrote and directed The Double Impact, which is uh, the movie where Van Damme plays twin brothers, which we mm -hmm. shot in Hong Kong, and we used used Bolo Young again in that one. Um, that's become one of his more famous movies. Uh, yeah. no, I did Only the Strong, like, um, uh, like, is that, I can't see your name. Wait, is that, was that Joe who brought that up or was that Vinny? Joe brought it up. Joe brought it Huh? Or Vinny. Vinny brought it up. Vinny brought it Okay, so Vinny, Vinny so, yeah, so I did Only the Strong. By the way, I can get into a whole Frank Duke story about Only the Strong because we did, I hired him to be our fight choreographer. And he was a, he was just a complete no-show disaster. He was always off doing something, never on the set, never helping us. I, I had to fire him. I had to send him home early uh, because, he, uh, yeah, uh, he shouldn't have even gotten the credit on it. But me being a nice guy, I gave him the credit. But we had, a, we had other people on the show, fortunately. We had a, a stunt coordinator, Artie Maleshi. And Frank goes on IMDb. You know Artie? Artie was a he was a good guy. Yeah, Vin, Vinny knows Artie. Vinny knows Artie. So you know what Frank does? He goes on IMDb and gets his name inserted as the stunt coordinator on Only the Strong and fight choreographer. Uh, and he also but, did that. He did that on Double Impact. Also, he was never on the set. Never spent one day on double. But don't, we they, gonna, don't they verify that, Sheldon? They apparently they don't. Oh. If you're they, a member, if you're a member, you're able to get into your own uh, page. Right, right. Yeah, and you can put it up, but it it can be. Either Sheldon did it, they went back after it, and they took them out again. If somebody, if somebody objects, they'll look into that. And I mm -hmm. objected when I saw Frank's name there. Because Frank also, yeah, he puts his name on Double Impact as stunt coordinator and fight choreographer. We had fucking Vic Armstrong on Double Impact was our stunt coordinator. Uh, we had we had some Chinese guys from Hong Kong doing the fight choreography. Frank was never there. Didn't you uh, have Steve Steve Lambert also? No, Steve Lambert uh, did the Quest. And right, that's and Frank put himself in, and then was at the set. Frank goes to a lunch where that Steve Lambert is at. And Frank doesn't know who Steve Lambert is. And he's telling people, uh, oh, yeah, by the way, I co-wrote the quest, mm -hmm. which was due to me bringing him in on that. And then, uh, and, oh, and by the way, I was a fight choreographer, too. Well, Steve Lambert's is looking him in the face and uh, <laughs> just has to get up from the table and walk out of the room yes. before, before some shit started. And Frank, uh, he, I think he told Frank, uh, Hey, dude, you are not the fight choreographer on that. I was, okay, and you're you're full of shit. Uh, so Frank took off before anything more can be said. But uh, yeah, so he's making up stories. He's he's always trying to bolster his resume with stuff he didn't do, with medals he didn't win, with wars he never fought in. Uh, he's just making shit up. But, you know, 30 years ago, you could have said all this stuff and it'd be hard to verify, no but now you can't. With the advent can't, right. of the Internet over the past, you know, especially it's expanding over the past 20 years, all that nonsense, all that chitter-chatter, you cannot do it. It's impossible. And, I, and again, I saw Frank move and I saw Frank do a seminar. He's mediocre, if anything. Right, mm. right. Yeah. So um, yeah. we, I thought he did a pretty decent job on Bloodsport with the fight choreography, and, and Jean-Claude liked, liked what he did on that one also. So that's why we, we hired him again to work on Lionheart. And he did a pretty nice job on Lionheart. He brought in Jeff Langton. That's right. why I met Jeff. Jeff ended up getting a nice little part, very mm -hmm. memorable part in, uh, in that film. Um, and then I brought him along to do Only the Strong, and he was just a complete disaster, just talking on the cell phone all the time, never showing up when we needed him. Mm. And so we had Artie. Um, we had Mark Dacascos was our star. He knew something about fight choreography. Right. Um, 
my co-writer, Luis Esteban, had been a, uh, a karate student in New York City. So he knew, uh, uh, he knew enough about martial arts that so he was able to help. And we brought a guy from Brazil named Amen Santos, who was a real capoeira maestre. Uh, so between the four of them, oh, and we had Paco Prieto also, mm, who right. played the villain in Only the Strong, who was also in uh, Lionheart, in the pool now, did Didn't Frank said that he was his trainer too? He did, he did. Uh, um, and he said he was his black belt, uh, that, that Paco was one of Frank's black belts. So I call up Paco and I say, uh, by the way, you know that Frank is saying that uh, you're one of his black belts and, and he pretty much flipped out about that. So what Frank was doing, um, he doesn't know very much. Um, and what he does is he gets somebody else to teach a class or to go with him who knows who knows their business and what he was doing was uh somebody invited him to do some seminars i think on the east coast maybe in new york city uh so frank brought paco with him and paco's the real deal oh, yeah. paco studied martial arts in in, in china in mexico uh, he's the real deal yeah you, you don't want to mess with paco unless you really know what you're doing mm -hmm. uh, and he's really strong also so he brought Paco along. So he had Paco teaching the classes. He basically, Frank would introduce Paco. Frank would get paid. He'd give Paco a little piece of what he was getting paid. And that's what he was doing. And I think that's what he's done with a lot of his uh, instructors uh, because he doesn't know much. And he'll, he'll bring on somebody. Well, like um, the guy who punched him out, um, what was his name? Um, yeah, the, the, the guy from uh, he went supposed to go on the UFC. I forgot his name offhand. Yeah, right, the one that right. punched the one that punched him out that I heard from the owner and five other people that Frank did not get hit with brass knuckles. He was no. knocked out, and it was mm -hmm. over and done with. Right, right. Um, oh, the name will come to me. Uh, yeah. But uh, anyways, this guy, this is a guy who pretty much knew his business, and so Frank hired him to be. An instructor at Duke's Ninjitsu, and apparently there was some falling out. Frank wasn't paying the guy, and that's why they had um, yeah. that's why they had their falling out. But yep. basically, he gets he'll find people who do know something, and he'll get them to teach the classes because he doesn't all he knows how to do is run his mouth. Uh, he, Very well, you guys know better than I do that 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 he really doesn't know. If if you put him in a real fight with probably any one of you guys. Uh, he'd be on the floor in uh, 10 seconds. Again, I've watched him, and he's a oh. mediocre martial right, artist. Right, right. And you know the, what it is? There's a fighter, he's Zane. Cool. Zane. Zane Frazier. Right. Right, Zane right. Frazier, that was the guy. You now, go. you know, the, yeah. fun, the funny thing about it is he gets away because of Van Damme. He gets away with people believing it because they see Van Damme. They've seen the movie. Right. And they've seen all his uh, his records at the end of the movie. But, but, you, but you know the thing is, Sheldon, is that yeah. we talk, you were just talking about Bloodsport and how he did great with the fight coordinating and all this stuff. It just blows my mind if you are there and you're successful with that thing, write it and, and continue to do that elsewhere and keep your mouth shut. Okay, and you can be very successful and make a lot of money doing it. So I don't understand how that pivoted, you know? I'm gonna I'm gonna blow I'm gonna blow people's mind. I just got an email the other day from somebody I don't know well, but he's he saw the video about Don the Dragon and himself. Mm -hmm. And the guy did some investigation mm -hmm. and he investigated you, Sheldon, me, other people, whatever. And the guy, from what I find out, is a very big, big martial art guy in South America. Mm -hmm. He actually thought and out of Brazil, he actually thought that Frank was for real. The guy told me, uh, as of yesterday, that they're putting a campaign on to disgrace Frank in the way with all his fake records. Because he didn't like what he did to Don the Dragon. He put his foot in the mouth of that one, and he's not going to get out of it. So these guys from South America and a big organization are going after Frank's records and all the other stuff he said. Well, I, I mean, Frank should know it now. It's going to happen. I hope they publish it in Spanish 
because uh, yes, it will be. Oh no, no, because the guy sent me the note in Spanish, and I had to have it translated. Right, because what Frank's been getting away with for the last few years, he's got a school in Mexico City, mm-hmm. and he's got a school in Puerto Rico. All right, they speak Spanish there. Right, because there have been plenty of articles about Frank basically exposing him and showing that he's full of shit. But a lot of the uh, n- there's not enough people in Mexico who can read and speak English or in Puerto Rico. They haven't seen this stuff. So they've they've seen Bloodsport translated into Spanish. And wow, it's the real Frank Dukes. And that's why he's got these schools yeah. in Mexico and Puerto Rico. And I've spoken to the guy who runs his school in Mexico. Well, I didn't really speak to him. We, we, had, uh, we did Facebook Messenger. Uh, I think his name is Francisco Diaz Garcia. Right. Um, And we were going back and forth on a lot of this stuff. And I said, look, Francisco, I know why you're defending Frank, because you're you're running his schools. You're making money off these schools. I'll I'll be frank with you. You're making money. If you were to admit that Frank was full of shit, You'd lose all your students, you'd lose your schools, you'd lose your source of income. So you have to maintain the lie that he's the real deal. And he was trying to tell me, oh, no, no, that's not it. But Frank is the real deal. Uh, but basically, that's that's why he's got he, he doesn't have schools here in the U.S., nowhere in the U.S. No, There's not well, he does. He does. He has a one school with um, Sky Benson. Sky kind is on his own with a lot of things. Right, right. Where where is that school located? Uh, it's it's in California somewhere. I don't know exactly. Really? Yeah. Uh, because there was a. It's new. new. It's only open two years now. Is that now, the one in North Hollywood? Yeah, I think so. But I'm going to tell people a story that nobody knows except a few of my close friends. And when I was speaking to Frank about 15 years ago, he's on the phone telling me he was going to do some seminars in Mexico. Right. And he actually told me he was very worried about going down there about his own safety. Okay. And I had a gentleman, very good friend. Uh, I'll give you his first name is Montavo. I can't, I don't want to put his second name out there. Okay. And Montavo was one of the top DEA agents in South America. And he was made principal officer or the ambassador to Mexico City, two years, okay? And I called him up and I said, listen, I got a guy named Frank Luke. He goes, oh, I know who you're talking about. And I hooked them up, okay? And my friend gave Frank Duke's protection in Mexico City, okay? And Frank was afraid to go down the original. Now, Frank can't freaking argue me about it because I still have the original emails, okay? Right. And Montavo is still a friend of mine. And right. the truth of the matter is, Frank was scared crap of the bed. I don't blame him, very honestly. But of course, in, in his people. book, yeah, in his book, yeah. The Secret Man, he talks about all these going on all these secret missions and all these dangerous places and not being afraid of anything. Yeah. Well, I, I would be afraid. Right. And my friend Amantavo took care of him. That's all I could say. So what he has down here now, he owes it to me. <laughs> now, Unfortunately. I just sent you guys another file. Is there any way to uh, pull it up and take a look at it? Because uh, what I sent you was a file. It was that school that you're talking about mm-hmm. in North Hollywood. Oh, well, yeah, oh, oh, that's the one that he said certified his record, the IFAA? Yeah. Well, you look at it. You look look at the photo. One window says Duke Frank Rio, and the other window says International Fighting Arts Association. Yep. So they're at the same address. I so know. He's saying, yeah, so uh, don't tell me I'm lying because the IFAA certified everything. Yeah. Frank, you're the IFAA, okay? And, and also, Dana Stamos has when it was, his original address in Washington was the also the IFAA uh, headquarters right. at the time. Right. Well, so, I mean, come on already. I mean, how much stories could people hear anymore? This is not something even a court of law would even fight. They'd see the picture, they'd see everything, and go, "Oh, the guy's lying," because the IFA is Frank. 
It's There's no one else. But you know, that's the sad part about it. When you're when you're telling stories and you're a writer, you're writing books. You're 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 telling stories. Your, your imagination runs wild. You create. Look right. at Harry Potter. Look at mm-hmm. look. You know all the stuff that transpired. Lord of the Rings. See your imagination. Now with his imagination, I, it's sad to me because of what could have been. He right, right. Been I agree. A great writer. He would have been a great movie. Director, maybe, maybe he could have been. He could well, have been another the, Tom Clancy. The, yeah, the guy's, a, the guy's a nice guy. I mean, if you sit down and talk to him, he's a nice person. But he never told me too much of his bullshit because he knows I would have told him he's full of shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, so but I heard him telling other people stuff. Right. So he always backed away from me telling me because you know you guys know me right. I'm you know I'll tell you go screw yourself. You're lying. Oh. So. Well, you call uh, Sheldon. We got about another five, ten minutes. Hit us up, buddy. Uh, ask just ask me any questions. I'm all right. So you you did the, those movies with Van Damme. What else did you do besides working with Van Damme? What other? Oh, movies? then uh, I co-wrote Rambo Three with Sylvester Stallone. Oh, did you? Yes, yeah, oh. so I worked with Stallone for a couple of years. I also wrote a, a French Foreign Legion script for him. Um, so there's only the strong. You got that one. Uh, I did a movie with Dolph Lundgren in Israel called uh, Last Patrol. I did a movie with Van Damme and Charlton Heston in Israel really? called The Order. Oh, wow. So, so, I've, so I've made a few movies in, in Israel. I've spent a lot of time in Israel. Really, mm. really wonderful place. Um, made a movie with uh, Jean-Claude called The Hardcore, which we shot up in Vancouver, where he played a, uh, a bodyguard. So I had him and Vivica Fox. Uh and uh, uh, you know, quite a well, quite a few movies uh, with Van Damme, action movies. I'm writing a, a book right now about myself. Mm-hmm. I'm working with a journalist, with an author, um, and um, hopefully yeah, it'll be out. You, you can get Frank. He can probably make you look into look like a superhero, maybe. <laughs> I'm just saying. I got, a, I got other people that can do that <laughs> for me. <laughs> well, listen, Sheldon. One thing yeah. we will promise you. And once your books come out, me, Lou, Vinny, Joe, we will push the hell out of it because what we do here, we help each other. Yep. I got to just say one thing while we have Sheldon on. I saw Vinny sent me a clip. I actually know I stole it from his Facebook site, but I shared it. And he showed, sent me a clip called The Bouncer. If uh, you haven't seen it, look it up. It is it is so cool. Okay. Vinny is a star, star of it. It's a little bit nostalgic in its own right. And I know that finishing up, they're going to do a full production soon, but I got a lot of faith in my buddy Vinny. I think it's going to turn out great. And uh, you got to go. Go look online. Look at Vinny's page. And it's, up, it's really cool. The bouncer. We're really going to cool. check it out. Okay. All right. Van Damme made a movie called The Bouncer also. Yeah, uh, but we got Vinny this time. Vinny's a real bouncer. <laughs> Vinny did, did a thing or two or three or four or five or six. I don't know. Okay. A lot of things. A lot of things. Well, Sheldon. Yeah. So you did the writing, you did producing. What was your most enjoyable film that you worked on? Oh, uh, I made one in Mexico, in Puerto Vallarta, called Perfect Target, and okay. it starred um, Daniel Bernhardt. Daniel is the guy who took over in the uh, Bloodsport sequels. He's the guy that starred in the Bloodsport sequels. Okay. So Bloodsport two, three, and four. Um, so. Uh, uh, we had uh, um, a few other a few other names in there, but we shot this movie there in Puerto Vallarta, and that was a fun experience. I must say, I had a really a real fun time. Not a bad uh, place to film. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, yeah, it's basically a resort town, and I was there for a few months and uh, and had a blast. Now the movie itself, I don't think it turned out so great. It's not. Uh, it's not one of my top movies, but it's it's got some great action in it. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy actually, uh, the the guy who directed the John Wick movies, Chad mm-hmm. Stahelski, was my fight choreographer huh. on that one. So we've got some great fights. We've got some great action scenes, um, and um, uh, uh, that was that was a fun experience. I've had oh, cool. I had uh, uh, double impact was not fun. We had too many producers. They're all bickering with one another. It, the movie turned out great. That doesn't mean we had a great time 
making it. There's a lot, right. lot of acrimony on the set. Right. Um, Lionheart, a lot of acrimony also. But which uh, was your? Which was the film that you enjoyed the the screen do bit? You know, the most. So what went on the screen? What went on the screen? Um, it's hard to say. It's like asking me, uh, who's my favorite daughter? Like I, I've got, I got three daughters. Which one do I like the best? You know, I, okay. Right. Uh, I got three dogs. Right. I can't tell you which one I like the best, but um, um, but you know, only the strong seems to be a real, a real favorite. There's a lot of people that, that love that movie. That was one about Capoeira. That was the first movie that Mark DeCascos was the star in. Right. So we had Mark in that. Yeah, we had uh, his mom. We had his mom on last week too. She uh -huh. she was great. I uh, I I met her at one of the screenings of Only the Strong, and um, um, so she looks at me and she says, um, "You look like you're too young to direct a movie," and I say to her, "You <laughs> look like, like a you look like you're too young to be Mark's mother." <laughs> you know? she looks Believe it or not, she was not seventy eight years old. God bless her. Really? Yeah, yeah. seventy eight. She looks terrific, yep. but this is a few years ago. She looked even better, and I, you know, again, she looked, she looked like she could be his sister, not necessarily his mom. So yeah. uh, uh, he was a real delight to work with. And the thing about Mark, um, <clears throat> he's not as big a star as Van Damme, although he's been doing a lot of cool stuff lately. He's one of the yeah. John movies. Mark knows how to do everything. Mm -hmm. like Van Damme is good with the kicks and the punches. You put a weapon in his hand, he doesn't know what to do, unless it's a gun. Because a gun, that's easy. You just point you point and shoot. Anybody can look cool firing a gun. But uh, uh, like knives, sticks, uh, martial arts weapons, mm -hmm. can't do any of those and doesn't do any of those. And basically, right. if, you, if he's got to use a weapon, we got to put in a stuntman to do the doubling. With, with Mark, Mark could do the acrobatics. Oh, sure. Yeah. He's amazing. Um, he uh, studied capoeira with this guy Amen, and he could do. Well, you see, the, have you seen the movie, Alan? Uh, no, but I, I heard uh, a couple. Oh of yeah, check, check it out. Check it out. Well, one, one thing, one thing I heard a rumor though. Uh That Mark asked Frank to get off one of the sets and ask him not to come come back. That was on only the strong. Okay. Yeah. All right. So no, no, we, we got we got so sick of actually Mark is not the one who. Mark asked me, uh, hey, uh, you know, he, he knew Frank was a friend of mine. Uh, he didn't want to be too pushy, but uh, he, everybody was complaining about Frank. This guy's not doing shit. And Mark mm -hmm. complained also. And finally, um, uh, I, I, I told the producers, this guy's not doing We got to send him home. And we did. And I told Frank, uh, I, I tried to break it to him very gently. I didn't tell him we're firing you, Frank. I said, uh, hey, guess what, Frank? We shot all our fight scenes. Um, we're going to send you home early, so you'll be able to spend Thanksgiving at home. Okay? Yeah. And I he says, we, uh, oh, we, we, uh, we still got some fights to do. No, no, don't worry about that. We got that handled. Okay? But you can go. So we sent we sent him home. And basically, in effect, he was fired. Yeah. Well, Sheldon, we, we've been we've run over a little of our time. You you, okay. you were great, a, a great subject if i had to say because we actually were going to ambush you but we didn't okay. uh as i don't know why anyone would think we would ambush them but uh we, we gotta get back on again as soon as you're we uh, we'd like to get you back on Definitely. and our next show i'd like to if Vinny would would okay it i'd like to see if we could show a little bit of that is his bounty movie because i have to tell you truthfully i really think it'd be a great hit I, you know, he did a wonderful job in that, so I'd like to bring it up. But I, before we go, you, you want to say anything else, Sheldon? No, but I would like to do this again, and hopefully next time we'll get the technical aspects figured out so that oh, you, guys, you can see me, I can show you stuff, and uh, we we definitely need to have another conversation. And, and next time you got to wear clothing. That's why we got to black you out. So. Yeah, right, 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 right. We, we, don't want, we don't want to shock the world. That'd be a problem. <laughs> That'd be a problem. But I just want to go over a few things right now. Sheldon, you were great. Vinny, everyone, Joe, everyone was great. Uh, next week, we're going to have Stephen Hayes on. And uh, Vinny, you, you wanted to ask him something? No, Vinny can't. Vinny can't ask anything right now. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, let me go over a few things now which are important because we have to support our friends, as I always say we do. 
We have Ron Van Cleef and Al DeCosco so doing an event called Ultimate Warrior Cup in July. People look out for that. They're giving out 12 awards. I, I was graced as being one of the people that are giving the award to, one of the 12, so I'm very honored by that. We also have Expo 15 coming up June 12th, Atlantic City from Seafood Cliff. Again, look on Facebook. You'll find it. AOF, the Mega Movie Fest in July, the end of July, with Dr. Bob and some other great Bell uh, Wesson's involved with that one. Usually Michael's involved, but Michael's still on the hill. And I spoke to Michael uh, yesterday, and he's doing much better. So we, we send him our prayers. And then we have also the Gathering of Styles with Eric Caldera on the 26th of June. Some great events, guys. You got to do with time. We're allowed to go out now. You don't have to wear a mask anymore unless you, you're breathing on somebody. But uh, go out, support our friends out there that are doing martial art events. We got to thank our sponsors. We have uh, James D. Garrow from the Deaf USA. It's a very interesting company. You can find them on Facebook also. Uh, Warner Entertainment that just published my new magazine with the towel Wing Chun. Um, he's got some other great ones too he just came out with. Uh, we have uh, Shaolin Brand, Vero Hive especially. We have to always thank because they're doing a great job for us with our friend Lou. And uh, then again to next week, Sheldon, thank you. Lou, thank you. Vinny, Joe, I know you're not here right now, but we love you. And we uh, want to see everyone come back next week. God bless you all. Thank you.